It's after. Something no. always interesting happens when you record, no matter what. Even if it's bad, especially if it's bad. Yeah. Are we going to wait for something interesting to happen right now? Then? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Well, let's just be it. Let's just let it be boring. Better <laughs> <laughs> I like this. I, I like this word expansive. Mm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It was cool. I think yeah. Lisa came up with it. We were just like yeah, talking about kind of um, how I guess like inward directed everyone's lives have been uh, because of COVID. It's just like you're hanging out by yourself at home, or if it's just like if you live with roommates, then it's your roommates. If you have a partner, then it's just like your partner. Um, and I think especially like in a new relationship, it's kind of easier to like get sucked into like each other and like mm. especially if like the relationship is going well like you kind of you don't really have a reason to like be like oh are we doing anything wrong it's like oh things are going really well I mean like I like this person but th- but then you kind of like it's easy to lose sight of like oh um like I don't know, like we also like like we both like like other people we like mm. I don't know like including other people hosting other people um so I, I think and I think it's important to uh to do that mm. life, I guess <laughs> yeah. um, how would you rank your expansiveness like are you typically an expansive person um, I, I think I'm like on like that expansiveness uh, depth um, scale I think mm. I, I, I tend to be more of like the uh, a depth person mm. um, uh, uh, but that being said I think I think I, I, I think I really like meeting people um so like when when things were open like i would always go to like events and stuff and Mm. um uh, like i think i like expansive in terms of like i guess like learning new things and um like i'm usually like stoked about like lots of different things Mm. um so i'm expansive in my experiences um and then like the people that i get to meet in those experiences um uh, i i think what i'm maybe not so good at is uh I guess like staying in touch with like the new people that I meet mm. at those experiences or um, like valuing them enough to like make them a regular part of my life. Right. Um, uh, instead, I try, like to focus on, you know, like building deeper connections with like the people that I've already, mm-hmm. uh, that I already have in my life. Um, so uh, I, I think like that's like another reason maybe the, the expansiveness thing would be helpful for I guess like both myself and Lisa and her, when we're thinking about her relationship is like I think she's she's really good at uh, like she's really popular she has like tons of friends she's like really good at like bringing people together mm-hmm. um, I think I'm really good at uh, like asking good questions and like mm. you know getting people I think people tend to like feel comfortable around me and like mm. I don't know, feel cared for mm. so I think I'm good at that uh, I think this would be a good way to, for me to um I, I guess like have uh, like increase my expansiveness while also I guess like having deeper relationships with more people um, instead of uh, yeah like I, I think it's like um, like depth in relationships is kind of like a um, like it's definitely a, like a diminishing returns type thing like you can like in the beginning when you're starting to get to know someone like it's always uh, like you like the depth like gets like you you know someone uh or like your relationship in the beginning gets deeper a lot quicker than I mean like now I've known like my friends Sid and Anna for uh, like three years now and um, like I feel like we're pretty deep into our relationship like there isn't that much further depth that we Hmm. like attain every single time we hang out Hmm. whereas like I don't know if it's like a new friend um, that you just met like a few months ago then every single time you hang out uh, like I think that you get like a you plunge greater yes. into like the depth <laughs> um, so I, I think I like the idea of that I, I think I like the idea of yeah like I guess like expanding outwards and um, having plunging into more depths with people hmm. <laughs> yeah no for sure yeah. um, I, I mean I would agree I think uh, me thinking about Safter I would categorize Safter as a depth person not necessarily a expansive person thinking about like you're ultra running or you know you're you know let's say like skiing or rock climbing I guess like maybe our our scales are a bit skewed because I think um you know one would 
one might look at you and say, wow, Safter, you have so many different hobbies, um, which I also agree with, but that's not like the first thing that I would associate with you. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's true that you have a lot of hobbies, but what's more true is you're very intense about the hobbies <laughs> yeah. that you have or the relationships yeah. that you have. Um, and this is not a value judgment at all, but I just think, um, yeah, I mean, in my classical perception of you, it's more a depth rather than an expansive. So for me, it's really interesting that, um, yeah, I mean, it's not that I didn't think you thought about these things, but it's a new conversation for us (laughs) thinking about, uh, yeah, this expansiveness. Yeah, yeah, and I like like what you said there about, uh, you know, you, you meet people, you like going to events and having like one-off interactions with them but then sometimes you know you des- you don't necessarily convert that into more meaningful or I think I think the thing is like I, I the interactions that I usually have with people I think I tend to like lead them into a direction that's like more like deeper mm-hmm. I, I think like I like I like having deep like not surface level conversations um, I think where I feel is like I, 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 I'm, I, I guess I feel to translate those deep conversations into meaningful relationship relationships after so even if i do have like a meaningful conversation with someone um i don't know like if uh i don't know if it's a thing like you have like a limited like everyone has like a limited uh like capacity for like deep relationships i feel like my capacity might be like five people <laughs> um and I, I i understand that that's probably um like i can probably expand that with practice like Mm. it's probably not something that's fixed Mm -hmm. so um yeah that's something that i would like to work on um Mm. i I think for you it's it's definitely um i think you also like to have deep conversations and like meaningful relationships with Mm. people but i think you are able to have like have and maintain i guess like a greater number of uh, deep relationships like I, I don't know if it would be fair to say like oh my relationships my five relationships are deeper than your right. yes. 15 relationships <laughs> uh, um, yeah I mean I, I agree it's not really it's kind of like there's almost no point in trying to measure or compare yeah. it's just like you know where you're at personally mm. uh, the thing that I was going to say this is something that my mom told me is that the more energy you use the more energy that you have what do you think about that? Um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of, like, the principle behind, like, working out and stuff, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, like, you, you work out a certain muscle, um, it'll get stronger, and you'll have more energy to, like, I guess, like, give next time, where it'll be, like, a... Yeah, no, so, I, no, I definitely agree, I agree mm-hmm. with that. Um, and, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think, um, like, having, like, a more expensive... Or maybe, like, yeah, something that's facil- facilitated by someone who's maybe more ex- extroverted, like yourself, mm-hmm. um, and, like my girlfriend Lisa uh, where I, I think it's not natural for me to like focus outward so much um, mm. whereas I think like for for you I think it is but um, but when I do uh, when I am like exposed to I guess like more people I do like having like I said yeah like I like having deeper conversations with them um, and if there's someone I guess like who's keeping uh, like not accountable but I, like uh, um so if my partner's has like 20 friends and we're uh and she's better at I guess um like making sure that we see all 20 of them at a semi-regular regular mm. basis and then I think I would be better at I guess like maintaining relationships with those 20 people whereas like I think naturally for me my propensity is to have like five friends and then only focus on those five friends and uh like if I meet someone new then there's no reason for me to see them again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah. No, for yeah. sure. And, uh, like, I agree with that, and I think... I guess I like how you related it to working out, because I think a lot of people seem very fixed in their, like, how they visualize their, their like, social limits. Like, I think... Some people think, oh, you know, I'm just an introvert. Like, and they use that almost as an excuse of, like, I just, you know, I I have a few close friends. I don't really think to reach out beyond that. Or, I mean, the way I just, the tone that I used just to describe that, I made it seem like it's a bad thing. You know, 
I, I'm not making a value judgment, but I think some people, they themselves use it as an excuse to mm. like, yeah, you know, they want to, they maybe want more friends, but mm. uh, think of themselves as not having the energy for more friends or something like that. But mm -hmm. I, I think, like you said, you know, it's, it, I think there is a skill element to it. There is a practice element to it. Mm -hmm. There is like, you know, you put in the energy, you put in the work. Yeah. You're not going to be great at it right away, but, you know, over time, naturally, that's sort of mm -hmm. uh, your habits and that's yeah. how it'll change. Um, so, I mean, I do like how you, how you, yeah, uh, connected those two ideas. Um, I think, oh, uh, one of the ideas that I wanted to bring up was, um, I think maybe I struggle with I I don't know if I've been keeping friends at like an arm's distance like I think I I advocate I like talking about um depth and you know wanting to get my friends deeper and deeper and deeper um but I think what I've been noticing recently or I've always claimed that but I think the thing that I'm sort of noticing now is maybe that that's true up until a certain limit and then I've sort of okay here's my limit and then I'm going to keep you at arm's length mm. um, this was the thing that I wanted to bring up earlier because you know I feel like you're more consistent with your friendships whereas I'm more once every three months once every six months you know I think the nature of our friendship is yeah. sort of like that it's you know it's not that um, you know Mm -hmm. every time we hang out it's always good but it's yeah. just it happens to be once every six months or, or right. you know um, so yeah I don't know I think maybe this is something I've been reflecting on is maybe um, I just like keep friends at arm's length a bit I don't know hmm. um, well there's like also I guess like thinking about depth there's like different types of depth um, and I think uh I think the, the type of um, depth that I talk about when I guess like when I'm like meeting new people is mostly like I'll have deeper conversations about so if we're at like an event about um, uh, I don't know um, like sports psychology or something like that then I'll have like I guess like meaningful conversations about sports psychology or like I guess like where, what their experience with um, sports psychology has been <laughs> or, I don't know, or like you know like what uh, what sports have they played or I don't yeah, know sure. like, I'll, it, like it'll be like kind of it'll be deep but it'll, it, it, there's not a lot of vulnerability involved mm. um, whereas like I think there's like a different type of depth that involves like lots of like vulnerability and like I guess like sharing like personal um, like yeah things that uh, yeah things that are vulnerable like things that don't necessarily make you seem smart but like things mm. that make you seem weak um, and I think, yeah, those are the types of friendships that, uh, um, that I think like, yeah, for me, it's like, it's hard for me to like have more than five friends that I'm vulnerable with. And like, mm. I'd like to maybe increase that number. Um, uh, so yeah, I don't know. Like, is that like for you, like when yeah. you say like consistent friendships, like, do you have, like you have like a, a number of friends that you like, you know, have interesting, like smart conversations with, but it's not really like someone that you could talk to you know, if you're feeling bad about something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, totally. I think, um, yeah, that's, uh, you hit the nail on the head. I feel like I have a, yeah, maybe it's like an intellectual depth, but then an emotional vulnerable depth. Uh, that's where, like, uh, I keep things at arm's distance. Uh, like, a sort of a, a model that I was running through my head recently is this um, idea where I only really share stories or experiences after I've gone through and processed it. Mm. And I've always, like, processed mm. things by myself. Yeah. Um, and, like, it's like, ooh, this is an uncomfortable situation. I don't know the outcome. I don't want to talk to anyone about it right now. Like, I'm going to wait for the outcome to happen. Mm. Then I'll have, like, a neat story to say, okay, this is how it's this is how it went, here's the conclusion. Mm. And then from there, I myself have, like, an emotional distance from it. So then, yeah, there's, there's that, for whatever reason, seems less vulnerable. Like, mm. maybe an example of, um, like, a job interview. Like, I think in the past, I wouldn't tell people, oh, I have a job interview coming up next week. 
Because then people will be like, oh, like, are you nervous? Like, good luck. Let me know how it goes. And then to me, that's like vulnerable a little bit. Because I'd be like, what if I fail? Like, what if it doesn't work out for me? And yeah, I'll be disappointed. But like, for whatever reason, them being, I don't know. It just, to me, in, in the weird way that I like, think about stuff that seems more vulnerable to me than even after the fact where it's like oh so I didn't really tell you guys but like I had a job interview last week it didn't go Mm -hmm. through but like anyways yeah let's move on I to me that seemed like I can decide if I want to continue talking about it or not Mm. and I don't I don't so like (laughs) let's go um so I think yeah that's that's what I'm that's that's one example of how I maybe keep people at arm's distance. I only process with them after the fact. I'm don't, I don't... I think what you said is like, oh, I don't come to you when I like need help. Hmm. Um, yeah, that's not something. Yeah. Uh, what's, what's led you to thinking about this recently? Um, because there, do you feel like that that's... Like, do you think you should be spending more time processing thoughts with other people... Um, has that helped you with like the people that you have done it with or yeah I would say um, yeah I would say it, it has helped I think um, did I share about my uh, BFRB support group last time this isn't all new to you no. <laughs> okay so um, you may have noticed sometimes my hands they're like mm-hmm. really dry and like cracked and like okay yeah and how basically I um I scratch at my own hands and it's like an anxiety thing so um uh earlier this year I got introduced to my friend Adele um who we we did a we did another podcast earlier about about this but um BFRB stands for body focused repetitive behavior and it's like an umbrella term for um just anxiety or I don't know, just, yeah, some anxieties that manifest themselves physically on your body and, like, how, how you carry stress in a very physical way. Or at least, yeah, that, for me, that's what my BFRB is about, is, like, anxiety and like, when I'm anxious, I scratch at my hands. Mm. So I think that is something that I definitely had a lot of shame about. I didn't talk to anybody about, mm. you know, I kept at a very... Um, I kept at a distance, and I'm mm. like... I need to figure this out for myself first. I need to process this self first. I don't want to talk to anyone about this. Um, but after meeting Adele and it became something that we were like processing together. Mm. Um, she also has a BFRB. Um, and yeah, I think me being a part of this like support group enabled me to start sharing with my like other friends when they ask like oh how's your week I could say in a non like I think in the past I had a hard time sharing about my BFRB because it was only in moments of crisis Mm. and like when I was feeling very triggered and in those moments of crisis it became very hard to talk about it but now it's like a calm every day of my life this is something I struggle with but Mm. I can talk about it in a way of like yeah today my BFRB is good um, and I think that sort of honesty and like, well, I mean, I became less ashamed of it. It allowed me to talk about it, be more vulnerable about it. I think, yeah, I, I, I like the question you asked about like, um, did I start sharing and have positive results? Because I think that's mm-hmm. sort of, yeah, I mean, being open about my BFRB has allowed me to be, I guess, more open about all, most things. Because I think for the longest time, my BFRB was, like, my biggest shame. And I didn't want to talk about it with anyone. Mm. But now that's out of the way. It's like, okay, well, whatever. (laughs) Who cares? Yeah. Um, So I guess just talking about that, uh, your your BFRB, has that enabled, yeah, that's enabled, I guess, other conversations and stuff. Mm -hmm. And was it, so was it that... um, well, I guess, like, would you say that if it wasn't for um, uh, for that, do you think that you would find it easier to be vulnerable? Is there something about 
uh, like where do you hold your shame? I guess like why does it, uh, uh, yeah, why is it hard to talk to people? Yeah. Uh, so, and I, I don't have a great, uh, good question. I don't know if this is quite the answer that I want, but I will try it and we'll see how it goes. Um, I feel like I had a lot of shame around my BFRB because it felt like something that I should have been able to control. Like, I was... I felt like this was my own body and... A, like reasonable assumption is that like I have control over it mm. but I didn't feel that control and yeah like maybe people would come up to me like oh like Jason like I have some really good lotion that will for sure help you or uh, you know just like stop scratching like mm-hmm. just do that and I'm like and, and to me my response is like like I've never thought of that before, you know, like, of course, (laughs) but it's not that simple. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm also realizing, you know, in the grand scheme of things, my BFRB isn't that bad. And, um, you know, I think Mm -hmm. some people have, you know, other very challenging things that they're struggling with. And, um, but I mean, Anxiety almost isn't about that. Like, I think anxiety makes you very selfish or self-absorbed. Or, like, it's hard to have a perspective about others in the world when I was so obsessed with my own thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, letting go of my own obsession with myself maybe allowed me to have that perspective of other people and allowed me to be like oh like yeah I can share about my own thing now Mm. and just okay how how is that I guess like being vulnerable how has that changed your um how you I guess like approach friendships and stuff has has that changed like your focus on like the expansiveness step skill like has that moved where you like that to be um um yeah no uh like, do you, do you want your uh, friendships to be deeper now? Or, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think I've always wanted my friendships deeper, but now I feel like I've, like, unlocked a cheat code. Mm-hmm. Or, like, here's a... Sh- not a shortcut, because it's still hard, but it's, mm-hmm. like... It's, like, I can act with a lot more purpose or confidence of, like... Or, like, maybe there's, like, an element of, like, wisdom now. Where Mm. it's, like, ah, like, I want to be vulnerable. And, like, I can be intentional about my vulnerability. And um, I think that just, yeah, it's just a night. It's, like, a a maturity, right? Of, like, hey, we're adults now. Let's have, like, adult friendships, right? (laughs) Um, So I think... I mean, yeah, before maybe I, I wanted vulnerability, but, like, when you're a kid and you just read that on Facebook mm-hmm. of, like, you're, you should be vulnerable with your friends. And I'm like, I should be vulnerable with my friends. You know, you kind of, <laughs> like, uh, um, you nod your head and you're like, yeah, 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 I'm vulnerable. But you don't actually know what that means. Yeah. I think, I think going through this experience it's like oh that's what it means like that's Mm. the that's sort of like the secret ingredient that's been missing Mm. okay um yeah and is this like secret ingredient something that like you're really excited about so i guess like now when you're thinking about friendships are you are you are you still just as expensive or are you now trying to focus more on like the depth of like the so i guess like has the newfound um i guess like the vulnerability and uh like has that made you make less new friends and focus more on deepening like your current existing friendships or yeah, has that changed at all hmm. yeah I don't know because yeah when I think about Jason I think about like oh like you're uh, you're always looking for new friends you're like again like thinking about new experiences and like you know there's people slack landing in the park you're going to talk to them and you know try and be friends with them mm. um uh, and like, 
and yeah like I said like I'm also like I I tend to be like a pretty friendly person and like I'll I'm, like I'm happy to talk to people um, if I meet people at a park I'll talk to them um, as well but with you I think the difference is like so you meet someone at a park you'll probably also like add them on Facebook or I don't know reach out to them later um, so like are you still like is that uh, um, I guess like what I'm wondering is like if uh, um like has being able to have deeper conversations with your current friends uh, reduced um, I don't know if like need the, is the right word but like has that mm, made okay. you feel okay I see what you're asking so instead of, yeah um, so for a long time this is sort of the how I thought about it and I recognize how it's how this line of thinking reaches its limits, but I still subscribe to it a little in a, in a small way. But I think the expansiveness of my friendship circle sometimes enables some of my depth, I think. Hmm. Like, I think um, the, the fact that I try to meet new people and gather new experiences allows me to be better friends with the friends that I do have. Hmm. I think, um, I mean, you used the word diminishing returns around depth. Um, and yeah, I wanted to, that, that stood out to me and I wanted to bring that up again because like, I, I like agree and disagree with this idea of diminishing returns around friendship. Like, I, I think the same thing could be said in both directions. You know, there's diminishing returns expansive-wise and there's diminishing returns depth-wise. Mm, yeah. um, but I think sometimes the fact that maybe I only see you once every few months, there's, like, a freshness and, like, a newness and, like, there's just so much <laughs> to talk about and catch up on yeah. that, you know, if I was seeing you every week... You know, you'd, you know, there's trade-offs. Like, you would be right. there a part of the journey. Mm -hmm. You know, I had this job interview. I could give you the before. I could give you mm -hmm. the after. Yeah. We could debrief, you know. We'd be a part of it together. I, I think that's one way to model a friendship. But another one is, you know, once every three months, you only get the highlights. But it's not even you only get the highlights. It's, like, in my mind, it's, like, it's always action-packed. Hmm. And yeah, so I, I, I think there, I'm, I'm like trying to find this sweet spot between depth and expansiveness where it's like, if I saw you the same, if I saw the same set of people every single week, I don't think that would get me the same depth that I wanted. And sometimes you need to like hmm. go away, try a new experience so that when you come back, you have new things to talk about and that those new things to talk about will like allow you to go deeper. Yeah. yeah right. Totally. So, okay. That's, that's, that's one part of the answer. Another part is this, um, I think I'm like a opportunist in life where like if in the season of my life, I'm meeting a lot of new people, I'll ride that wave and I'll try to meet a lot of new people. Mm. Or if it's a season where it's like, mm, I just want to focus on these friendships right now. And the, mm. the timing works out. And um, yeah, everything lines up, then I'll probably like uh, just continue on those, those, those things? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, that's a very long non-answer about... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> All great thoughts. <laughs> um, I, I just talked for a lot. Yeah. Um, what... Um, yeah, I mean, you're... You sort of seem to be on this theme of expansiveness. Um... um. Oh yeah, I was gonna ask. Like, so you you have um, you have a ton of friends, um, and I guess like the the conversation I guess like hasn't for a lot of them like you said in the past like it hasn't been super vulnerable. Um, 
do you find that, uh, uh, like, I guess it's just um, interesting that, like, did do your friends also not, did, did they also not, like, bring up vulnerable topics until you started bringing them, bringing them up? Or, um, mm. like, do you feel like, like, is that, like, a general, like, generally people don't, um, and then... I don't know if one person has gone through like this enlightenment uh, <laughs> phase, where I guess like in your case it was like the um, the BF uh, BFRB BFRB, mm. um, uh, and I guess like uh, for other people it, it might not be as straightforward as like a like a condition that mm-hmm. um, I guess like you can think about. Mm-hmm. Um, like, do people generally shy away from vulnerability? I don't know if that's fair to say. I, I think it's hard to, like, scroll back and, like... Yeah. I remember... Give um, a score. Yeah. You remember something? Yeah. <laughs> um, like, one of the first po- podcast episodes I listened to of yours was, like, the one with Dwayne. And he was, like, talking about his... Um, I don't know if he still talks about that a lot, but his, like, butt disease. Oh, his butt disease. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, like, has that... So, has... Have you felt safer, I guess, like, talking to, to him about um, your BFRB? Have, did you talk to him about it in the past? Yes. Um, yeah, no, definitely limited, because I felt like I didn't have, like, a language. Like, I, I didn't feel like I had anything meaningful to say, and so I just wouldn't say anything. But I think what I'm learning is, like, like that's not the point. Like, I think I put so much emphasis on having, like, an interesting story, like, mm. to be a good storyteller and, like, have this, like, arc about what I wanted. And I spent so much time trying to achieve that that I sort of lost some, like, yeah, like, finer details, some, like, rawness mm. that comes with life. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I think what I'm appreciating now is that, you know, there doesn't have to be an end to your story to make it worthwhile telling like mm-hmm. you should still just tell your story um oh, <laughs> and um yeah so i i think that's one element i don't think this is quite the question you asked but i think another part of this learning of mine was just it's it's to like not over engineer mm-hmm. all of my interactions and like not to over engineer my life um, uh, Kira, uh, one of my friends, when she was listening to the podcast, she was like, oh, it's Jason and Dwayne trying to engineer their lives. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, yeah, like, that's, that's, that's what I did back then. Um, and I think, you know, I, I still do to a certain extent. And I think you do to a certain extent as well. I mean, earlier on in the conversation, I think before we started recording, you were talking about like, you know, bringing the, well bringing this expansiveness to the relationship and like how can we like tinker with the variables let's how can we engineer this 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 free body diagram to make it um like optimal right um and i think you know i mean just the the language that we were to talk about like getting five depth points and six expansive points um you know i think there's a there is this like optimization desire right like we want to be efficient with our time and like you know uh do it in the most direct path i think something i'm again trying to celebrate or recognize or acknowledge or whatever word you want to use is um like that was the journey that you needed to go on like that was the path that you had to take you had to take that wrong step there in order to see what you see now um and it's okay if that's not the most direct route like it's the only route it's the only way you could have possibly arrived to where you are now so so i mean okay so And I say that in trying to reflect on, you know, the past friendships where maybe I've kept people at arm's length, I wasn't as honest or as as vulnerable. It's like, it's okay that that's how things were in the past. 
it's like it's just those are just facts and they're like really I, I think the thing I want to like bring the thing to emphasize is like the the potential for your future like if that's how they were in the past then that's great because now you have so much to talk about now into the future or um, I guess what I'm trying to highlight is like a maybe just a kindness to your own journey and like mm, yeah. I, I think maybe I'm one to like beat myself up over like doing something incorrectly or making mistakes yeah. anyways yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you are you yeah I mean this is a question that I have for you do you, th- do you feel like how hard are you on, how hard are you on yourself I think I'm uh, so yeah, like t- talking about the over engineering, um, like I, like the word that I use for myself is just like I like to be really intentional with uh, things that I do. Um, so like if I'm doing something, like I tend to be like really excited about things, but I want to make sure that, uh, um, like if I'm doing something, is it actually something I'm interested in, or is it am I just doing this because you know everyone else is doing it, or. Um, uh, like I always want to be like learning new things and growing. Um, uh, I, I think, um, I haven't been very hard on myself in, like, a social context. Like, I don't, uh, I, I think around people I'm pretty, I would say I'm, like, pretty confident. Like, I don't, I don't feel, uh, like, it's so, it's easy for me to be vulnerable. It's easy for, um, uh, like, I don't, uh. I don't hold a lot of like shame about many things, um, but I find like I'm I'm really hard on myself when, um, like if if I feel like I'm not if I haven't grown like mm. there's like I think we we might have talked about this before. It's like if I look uh, like sometimes I'll have I'll be like sitting and like you know just like thinking meditating whatever whatever I'm doing, um, and I have this realization like oh like it's been uh, like what have I done like the past three months how have I grown, mm. um, and if if it, comes down to or if like their answer that I give to myself is that like oh there's nothing measurable there's no measurable way that I've grown in the past three months so that I, I can that can be um I can be pretty hard to, uh, to myself about that um and like I'll, I'll feel like really anxious about like the next um like you know like few weeks or months or whatever like making sure that I'm you know like doing something substantial to like improve myself um uh, like I can be that way in relationships and stuff as well. It's like, um, like okay, things have been really good. Um, uh, like yeah, I like being friends with Jason. Um, we have really good conversations. Like and like you said right now, like it's uh, it's easier to do when you're like meeting every few months. Um, we have like really substantial conversations. Um, but if we're like having conversations every week and then like every week we're just talking about I don't know what TV show did you watch this week or if it. Um, uh, and I look back at the friendship or if I look back at the relationship and it feels like it hasn't been very substantial, then I can be, uh, I can be hard to other people. Um, I guess like myself and then like it, it, by extension to other people by like expecting a lot more out of, uh, myself. Well, it's primarily myself, but then like if it's a, if it's in a relationship context then I'll expect the same from other people. It's like, mm. oh, we need to be like, um, like we need to be having interesting conversations or like we need to like be expensive mm. or like we need to like, right. like, you're, be, like you have learning. to f- you're forcing something yeah exactly mm. yeah yeah um so I think that's where I, I, I definitely feel like I'm hard on myself about like it's like I, that feeling of like always needing to like grow or like always having something new to mm. do um uh yeah that, actually one, one of my um like I, I I like to be pretty goal oriented um, and like I said, like New Year's resolutions and like that kind of stuff <laughs> um, with myself. So what, one of my goals for this year was actually just to, um, like be, uh, like be, just, just be more joyful, just not take myself too seriously. Um, and I guess like not, uh, uh, yeah, be okay with, I guess like how, like not necessarily wanting like continuous growth in friendships mm. and like continuous growth in like other things mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. um yeah so it's kind of like an anti-goal <laughs> anti-goal like, yeah it's just like not yeah. have the goal for this year is to not 
have too many goals. Or mm. like, <laughs> yeah. Um, and you set that goal as a response of being hard on yourself with growth? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. How's it going for you so far? Good. I mean, I still feel like I've grown a lot this year. (laughs) (laughs) Got too much. Goal failed. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, so I failed. Yeah. Um, But I I mean, I have been intentional. I have been like, I guess maybe like catching myself more with. uh, um, I think especially with friendships, Um, like like with my friends, like Sid and Anna. You know them. Um, Like I'm uh, like I've. Um, like I think I was like starting to feel like oh I'm not learning anything new about them we're not like pushing each other together mm-hmm. uh, like we're not uh, I guess like setting new climbing goals for each other like is it like I don't know like I need to be doing that like oh we need to be like the, the point of friendship is to like grow together for <laughs> <laughs> yeah. life yeah. is <laughs> yeah. improve so I think until death yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> Um, so I've been, I've been less focused on that and just like been okay with kind of just hanging out and, you know, like Mm. getting dinner and beers and like whatever, like climbing, not for the sake of necessarily training for like four Mm. hexes or Mm. whatever. Um, (laughs) I had a job interview, uh, or so as a follow up to this job interview, I got this, uh, this email sent to me, my work email, and it kind of looked like a phishing email. Like it was just super generic. It was like. Hi, Jason, you have been registered for this thing. Please fill out this survey at your earliest convenience. And I'm like, oh, not going to respond to this. But then the same company, like, emailed me, like, three or four times. And I'm like, they're super persistent. <laughs> but they they were still super generic the whole time. It was still, like, a gentle reminder to fill out your survey. Until finally, just yesterday, I got an email from a person being like, Jason... Happy Friday! Just oh. <laughs> wondering if you're able to fill this out. And then it was only when I got that fourth email that I'm like, oh, maybe this was like part of the job interview. So then I like forwarded it to the HR people and they're like, oh yeah, super sorry. Oh. <laughs> like, anyways, so I filled it out. One of the questions was, um, do you feel like you know how to re- relax? Uh... I think I'm getting... That's what I'm working on. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Why do you think you're bad at relaxing? I I think the the language that I'm using to myself, like even thinking about the response to this, is probably like why I'm bad at it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's like uh, like what I'm thinking right now is like, oh, um, like I owe it to myself to like, uh, like grow and be better mm. <laughs> um, that's why I'm bad at relaxing <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, but uh, I mean I, I think that's like a wrong way to think about it because like obviously like the response to that isn't like oh no you don't you can suck it's well I mean well yeah maybe that is the response but uh, um I, I don't want to be telling myself that, oh, maybe I'm not capable of more. I don't know, maybe. Mm. Like, um, yeah. Like, uh, 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 we've talked about this a lot, but I think, like, yeah, my biggest fear in life is complacency. Um, and, like, I never... I, I think, yeah, that... Like, the fear of complacency is, like, literally, I mean, relaxing equals complacency. So, mm. um, uh, yeah. Like, if I if I ever feel... Like, I've gotten complacent. That uh, kind of, like, freaks me out and, like, uh, um, like makes me want to act. Um, and I think, uh, like, maybe that's why I'm, like, so into ultra running and stuff. Because, like, usually when it's... Um, that's probably, like, I guess, like, why I like doing longer distances and that kind of stuff. Like, when it's something that's inward-directed, like, if it's, like, a challenge, like, oh, I'm going to le- run, like, longer distances... Um, or, you know, I'm going to learn how to, like, backcountry ski this year. It's, like, a very, it's, like, a personal thing. Mm. Um, it doesn't affect other people, but I think, like, where it has, uh, like, the reason that I, I, I feel like I need to change this about myself is, like, is when it affects other people. Mm. Um, so, I, I think, um, yeah, uh, um, like, I don't know if it's okay, uh, if I, 
continue to be bad at relaxing if it's just um, like you know uh, but at the same time I don't want to be someone who's like again not expensive and only thinking about mm. my own goals like I, I usually think about goals with other people right um, but then but then I make other people feel like they're not good enough or like I don't know like they need to like be better yeah. when I don't know. yeah like you've set expectations for them as well mm-hmm. and they're not meeting your expectations of them yeah although that's not how I feel necessarily it's not right. like I, I don't feel uh, that they're not meeting my expectations it's more like I just I, like oh, like why don't you want to also go or like let's go together right, it's not necessarily right. like a, yeah mm. so it's like to me it seems like oh I'm just being really encouraging and positive mm. um Whereas to, uh, to someone else, it can seem like um, uh, like I'm saying they're not good enough or like, yeah, or, yeah. Another, another question in this job interview thing was, or this survey thing was, uh, I could accept working for a position that I wasn't living up to my full potential or something like that. Or I could accept a reality mm. where I wasn't, meeting my potential or something like oh wow that's an interesting job survey yeah it was, uh, it was uh, cool <laughs> i i after i after this lady was pestering me for like a week and me not being responsive i definitely was like hey i just finished the survey it was actually really fun are the results <laughs> confidential and can i have them yeah so we'll oh. see how it goes so are they going to be releasing the results i don't know she didn't she didn't respond to me oh. <laughs> so hopefully yeah. i mean this was yesterday right yeah and it was at like yeah. 5 p.m. So yeah. it was like right at the end of the day. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you think mm. it sounds like that's hard for you, right? Like mm. not living up to your yeah. full potential. But like, right. I guess the thing that's interesting is that. So the, the way that they were phrasing this in the question in the in the questionnaire was like. Some jobs, you have to accept that as a reality, mm-hmm. right? Like every job, every job is a job. And there are crappy elements of it, you know, like dealing with difficult people or filling out useless paperwork or, mm. you know, and, but, um, yeah, I mean, for some, for some, it means you're working in a job that's, you know, you, you have greater potential, but the responsibilities don't push you for that. Right. Right. And it's just like, except like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Do you put up a job with that, like that? Yeah. Uh, I mean, like for me, like, uh, like career hasn't been, I guess, like as big of a, um, like personal focus. Mm. Uh, like even even now, well, like, I have a job that I really enjoy. Um, I think like my growth is usually focused more on, uh, on self and mm-hmm. like relationships. I think mm-hmm. more than career. Um, so. I, I think I, I would be okay with um, a job where I didn't maybe see a lot of future growth uh, mm-hmm. um, as long as it allowed me to, like, grow in other areas. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of, like, how yeah. it, like I've always, like, I've mostly, <clears throat> except for this job, I've mostly had jobs where, like, I wasn't super stoked about them, but that's okay mm-hmm. because, like, they enable me to, you know, mm-hmm. like, go ultra running or, like, I don't know, grow in other ways and stuff as well, so... I, I guess I guess the question I, I meant to ask was uh, you are that way about work but you are not that way about relationships mm-hmm. like yeah. a relationship that you're not meeting your right. full potential is like oh shit like, gotta yeah. get out of this one, or yeah. whatever yeah yeah exactly um, so yeah I mean everyone has their I guess like different uh, like rank their like life priorities differently so I, mm. I guess like for some people it might be yeah they uh it's okay if their relationship um, seems to be, I guess, like uh, uh, stable or I don't know, what, or, uh, stable is the right word, or like I guess like um, flatlining. <laughs> 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 um, I don't know. Yeah, it's like yeah, the language that I use for that I use for like yes. not literally death. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I guess, like, for some people, like, it's, it's the same. Like, they, they want to be growing in their career, even mm-hmm. if uh, um, 
if that means like not mm-hmm. being able to devote as much time to the relationship mm-hmm. uh, yeah so for me it's mostly been relationships as well as I think like yeah personal um, uh, like learning and mm. like, physical health and that yeah. kind of stuff yeah and, and so th- this is the you're trying to find joy in those areas as so I like I don't know if I'm creating a, a like a three dimensional axis but there's like growth joy and like relaxation hmm. I don't know yeah. I don't know if those are in the same space but it sounds like okay you've always been focused on growth and sometimes folk growth came at the okay so I guess growth and relaxation are opposite right and then yeah. joy is on a different axis and you want growth and joy ideally yeah. But in the past, you've sacrificed joy, or you sacrificed joy for growth. Yeah, that's right. right. And yeah. so now you want. Um, or no, I think like in the, like what what it is is um, I have, like there's joy when I'm growing, um, but there's uh, um, like if if I feel like I've stopped growing, then there's an absence of joy. Right. Um, whereas I think I want to like continue having joy <laughs> when I'm not Despite yeah. absence of growth. Yeah. Right. I don't know if you could mm. put that onto the same graph, but... <laughs> yeah. It'll be tricky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Joy's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Cool us after. Maybe that's our episode. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Until next time.